Welcome to the Building Her Up podcast, a place where women longing for Christian mentorship can find coaching, instruction, and encouragement to live the kingdom lifestyle. I am your host, Jasmine Ruiz, and today's episode is titled, Is Revenge Sweet? We'll be centering around the topic of revenge in the scriptures and how it affects us psychologically. Did I pique your interest? If so, stick around. Hello, hello, ladies. So glad you're able to tune in, whether you're sitting in traffic, on your break at work, or maybe even at the gym, which is my time to catch up on my favorite podcasts. I want to say thank you for taking the time to listen. I have recently read an article on the American Psychological Association's website called Revenge and the People Who Seek It. They reported on studies that were conducted on groups of students who were cheated out of money by one of their group members. They had one group that could exact revenge on that person and one group that couldn't. They asked the participants in both groups whether they thought they would feel better if they had or hadn't had the opportunity for revenge, and both groups believed they would have felt better and happier if they had the chance at revenge. Interestingly enough, the group that did not have the ability to take revenge reported feeling happier at the end of the study. Kevin Carl Smith is the social psychologist who conducted the study and he said that when we don't take revenge, we end up trivializing the event and it gives us closure. But why revenge leaves us feeling worse is that once we take revenge, we can no longer trivialize the event So we keep ruminating on it, leaving this fresh, gaping wound inside of us. I found it really compelling how every one of those participants thought they would find relief, but it never came. That reminds me of times early in my relationship with my husband when he would say or do something that would hurt my feelings. My way of getting even, quote unquote, even was to give him the silent treatment or say mean things that would roll off my tongue as smooth as butter, but made me feel really crappy afterwards. I want to say that I learned that behavior was childish early on, but it took me a long time to realize that by getting even with him, it just kept us divided. It didn't solve anything, but just made everything so much worse for us. During these times where he hurt my feelings, my mind would tell me things like, Take a few jabs at him. Mm, Make him hurt the way I hurt. And this is my inner dialogue grunting at me. Looking back at my thoughts, it makes me laugh because it it just shows the reality of my heart. It, It thinking back, it reminds me of the verse from Jeremiah 17, 9, where it states, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? That verse, it it could not be any more accurate. 
When scripture says the word heart, it's referring to our souls, which houses our mind, will, and our emotions. So scripture tells us that our hearts are deceitful. From that place comes an inner dialogue that constantly screams lies. This just shows us that we cannot live off of our emotions because our bodies may tell us something that is far from reality. This is why it's necessary that we dig into the word of God daily, first thing in the morning, last thing in the evening, so that we're saturating our hearts with truth. So that study that I read, it proves that most people would say that it would feel good for them to take revenge. But I wonder why? Why does everyone believe that? I did a little more research and I found studies on the brain. When people contemplate revenge, the portion of the brain that processes rewards, it becomes activated, which means people become flooded with feel-good chemicals. Knowing the science, knowing the why allows me to process things better. So getting a peek into why people behave the way they do allows me to empathize with them, but also combat things that I know are not healthy, and in this case, taking revenge. Now that I know the why, the next question for me is, how do I fight what's happening in a natural, this urge in my body with these chemicals that are telling me revenge is a good thing? Proverbs 4, 20 to 22 states, my son, pay attention to what I say and turn your ears to my words. Do not let them out of your sight, but keep them within your heart for they are life for those who find them and health to one's own body. Yeah, We're, we fight these bodily urges by meditating on the word of God. There is healing to be found in the pages of scripture. Those strong emotions like anger or shame that stem from us being betrayed by the people closest to us can be relieved when we wash ourselves with the word of God. And the wounds that we have can be mended. I said this earlier and have mentioned it, mentioned it in the past episodes that we need to be meditating on the word of God. And I keep reiterating it because so many of us are only receiving scripture from a Sunday sermon or something that was posted on social media. If that's the case, I want to encourage you to dig in the Bible for yourself because the Lord wants to talk to you directly and directly to your personal pain. What the Lord has shared with me during my hard times has been so sweet and so comforting. I don't want you to miss out on that. The Lord, he has met me on my hardest days and every time I approached him with a need, a hurt, a worry, he's been there. If you don't personally know him yet, I want to tell you that he is a God of the details. He cares about every little detail, about every single one of us. There is no hurt that he does not see. When we are slighted, betrayed, used, taken advantage of, he knows. He takes note of every injustice. As I speak about him, I think about myself as a mother. If anyone was to hurt my daughter in such a way where she was taken advantage of, I would be out for blood. I would feel this indescribable anger. If I feel like that for my daughter, I can just imagine how God feels for us. He wants justice for his children, and you know what? He gets it. 
Apostle Paul mentioned in uh, the book of Romans chapter 12, he states, bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. Did you catch that last part? The Lord said that it is for him to avenge his children. He would repay the perpetrators for their wrongdoing. What I feel as a parent is what he feels too. He doesn't turn a blind eye to our pain, but he's right alongside of us and fighting for us. What a mighty God and loving God we serve. Looking at Romans 12 and using my interpretation, as I read it, this is what he's saying, at least to me. He's saying this to his children. Rest, beloved. Do not fear or worry. Do not fight, but give them what they don't deserve which is mercy and love. Extend to them what I have freely given you. Do that and I will seek justice. There are many reasons why he would tell us not to repay evil for evil. But what I do know is that by saying that to us, he's protecting us and giving us the opportunity to heal. Healing will open us up to new opportunities and new relationships. Am I talking to you today? Do you feel as if you're carrying the weight of people's words and actions? Are you still bearing the wounds of betrayal? I want you to know there is hope and rest to be found in the Lord. He tells us in Matthew eleven twenty eight, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Seek him in his word and pray. Tell him what's on your heart and don't hold anything back because he already knows. That's it for today. Thank you again for joining me. If you received anything from today's message, please take the time to leave a review. Also, as you gain wisdom, please share it with others and build up your community. Take care.